When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. 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 The correct Neville Arena time is 9, 8.51 p.m. Central Standard Time. Your digital audio device is tuned to the Orange and True podcast, harbored by the friendly folks at collagenmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. It is I, uh, Crow 2 on Twitter. You can find me at Crow on Venmo. Joining me, the rumor monger, Ryan S. Starrett. The S stands for... Uh, shooting way too many threes. How about that? Yeah. Well, shooting that thing from way downtown. Not, it's not called making it. It's called shooting it. <laughs> the other side of me... Via the magic of the internet, give me the full Fort Payne ASMR you pay extra for. It is the AU Chief. Bienvenidos. Also joining us via the, via the War Eagle hotline that we just invented tonight is James Jones. Buenas noches. And also the doctor is in Dr. Will McLaughlin. I would just like to congratulate the city of Knoxville for the brand new building that was built for them on Saturday, courtesy of both Auburn and Tennessee, fully funded by bricks. That's just a classic basketball dad joke. Go build a building with all these bricks. Um, or like rims have feelings too. It's another good one. Um, guys, Auburn went one and one in two games that could have been described as should win, maybe not must win, but we'd like to win them. We'd like to win them all. Um, I don't think anybody, any serious person thought Auburn was going to stroll into Knoxville and walk away with an easy win against the uh, then number two team in America. But you would have liked to have gotten that one, considering it was close and you kept it close by virtue of your defense. We're going to go backwards, by the way. We're going to go Tennessee. Bad news, good news. Tennessee first, then Georgia second. Take our medicine first. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee game, you'd like to have it because your defense is good enough to keep it keep you in the game. You just needed somebody to get hot, and nobody could. And what Katie Johnson liked to – like, he he hinted that maybe, maybe I'm going to get hot, and then he realized it was 2023 Katie Johnson. And that doesn't exist. I got to live here anymore. Um, and it didn't happen for us. This, uh, this team, not in just in this game, but seems to have a real bad case of the Dangel Purifoys where the, the ball will go like halfway down the, the, the net and then pop right back out and not go in. Um, I mean, Chris Moore specifically had one that could have, I mean, we would have won the game more or less. And uh, it just, I, I don't understand how it didn't fall all the way through. Um, Shoot, Lynn's last thought, the last shot, I thought it was yeah. going in. Yeah. 
I mean, we, we, it, that, that's the frustrating thing is that, uh, uh, a lot of times we're not missing bad. We're, they're just not falling. They're not, they're not going in. They're good shots, getting good looks. Just not yeah, going they're in. theoretically great looks. That's the, the thing that's killer is they're doing a good job of getting people open. And, and maybe that's just teams making a shoot over them because they know we can't, but sure. Um, I mean, they're they're not doing the thing where they're just hacking up terrible shots early in the shot clock, right? I uh, I don't know. It's I, I don't know if it's the yips. I mean, well, almost nobody, everybody no, on this nobody team, but Flans doing that. You know. Well, almost What's everybody the, on this team though has been a better shooter at some point in their college career than they are this year. Sure. And Jalen Williams is really the only one that's been better this year than he has in the past. I think of all of the three threes Auburn made, I think only one of them was really an open three from Flan. And the two threes that Wendell made, they were tough shots, and they were from yeah. deep. They were from deep. And the the very first one I specifically said, I, I was very angry about it until it uh, yep. went to the bottom of that net. I was like, well, all right. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, my Tennessee buddy that I was with the game with, when Wendell shot that, he went from there – and when he switched, I literally turned to him and went, from there. Yep. So, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I would it, be curious to see if his three-point percentage is better a certain distance away from the line. Well, I, I mean, it's it's possible because your your shot's totally different. Yeah. When you're that when you're that far out. It's it's a you're doing a whole different thing with your every muscle when you're shooting from that far away. So uh I mean it's it's possible. Um and the 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 other issue was we couldn't hit a shot from anywhere in that game. Like anywhere. Well, um, except for the first five runs. minutes. The first, first five minutes, minutes we were killing everything. it. But then we just we couldn't make a layup after that. Made free throws, which is the only reason why the thing wasn't a blowout. There's just several times I'm sitting at Thompson Bowling Saturday and I'm like, we're still in this game? Like how? I think at one point we were like three of our last like thirty six at one point. It was well, it's like it was it was it was horrid. Quite we, frankly. I, I think the last eleven minutes of the game we hit one field goal. I desperately yeah. wanted to just turn the game off because it was so tough to watch, but I couldn't do it because it, it, we were still in a game. I mean, t- Tennessee had just as long of a scoring drought as we did uh, from the floor. Like they just. Nobody could hit a shot. Um, I, you know, I don't. I don't know what was going on with with the officiating. It, early on, they let pretty much everything go. Um, I think that probably helped Tennessee as much as or more than it did us. Um, you got away at, with uh, multiple headshots, which they- at, at, at first I thought, oh, well, this this works out in our favor. We're not, you know, we don't need Janine in foul trouble with. Dylan not playing, um, and but the the longer it went on, I realized that no, I think it's just really helping them out. Like they don't, they had guys that shouldn't have been in the game anymore. Um, I you know, it, it became very inconsistent pretty pretty quickly though. Well, what um, cracked me up was the the tech they called on Tennessee was one of the least egregious things in the game. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> I, they had already warned him, and he he was sure he was he was yelling at Auburn's bench the whole time, like yeah. he he was he was looking over like he was talking 
the second he got in the game, the first time they went down the floor and he was in front of Auburn's bench, he started talking at Auburn's bench. And I, I think that's why he got it because he just kept doing it and they kept telling him to stop. That, that, that's why I got the tech. Yeah. They, and that, they, that was, that's good officiating. I mean, that's, that's trying to keep, you know, control of it, trying to make him settle down or whatever, but it didn't work. You know, they let everything go at the beginning. And then, you know, I think things got pretty heated in there. It was, it was a physical game. And I think that T was, all right, knock it off. Like, yeah. we got to do something to knock it off the rest of the game. And I don't really think it got much testier after that no. for the rest, you know. But, yeah, Bob Six was definitely uh, stirring the pot, if you know what I mean. So I, I know uh, Auburn starting center has, has never initiated any kind of uh, – Walter yeah. that's for sure. I wonder, speaking of Auburn centers, I don't, I mean, Dylan Cargill missed this game for COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that changes this, the outcome of this game at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think but so, we, really. We were pretty bad at rebounding at huge stretches of this game. Yeah. Well, they killed us on the boards last year, too. Like, yeah. it, it's, I mean, early on, and I asked this in our Slack, I'm like, what? Are, I mean, we're not even trying. We weren't even trying for offensive rebounds. We had zero second chance points well into the second half. It's it's like we we were giving it up on purpose because we didn't think we just wanted to get it back on defense. And I and if that's what we were doing, I, I mean, I, I think it worked. Like we we you know held them uh, forty six points. Yeah, I one hundred percent think that was the plan. Is they they thought that there was the capability of of our team to get offensive rebounds against that team was just little non-existent. So let's just not even worry about it. This guards get back. This game is going to be a rock fight. I think both coaches knew that that game was going to be a rock fight going in. So they just said, all right, just, we know this game's going to be played, you know, first. I I originally said first one to 60 wins, but gosh. (laughs) First one to 45. Yeah. I, if I, uh, without looking at anything, if I had to guess, I'd think Janai had the most rebounds, and probably Jalen, and then maybe Wendell Green, because <laughs> he kept Wendell, coming away. Wendell gets a sneaky high amount of rebounds for a guy who's um, not six foot one. So you're I'm partially sorry, correct. I mean, he's not. He's not six foot one. He's not six foot even. Okay. Like five ten. <laughs> so you're partially correct. Broom and Jalen actually. But both had nine. Wendell had seven. And Flanagan had eight boards. Okay, uh, that that would have been seven my... rebounds. <laughs> yeah. seven rebounds. He can't, and and well, uh, like uh, when you miss twenty three, uh, sorry, twenty four threes. Right, you get a little bit more rebounds. Well, several of those though, Wynn was getting like down in the paint with surrounded by everyone else. He just somehow came away with a rebound. It was I, I actually kept laughing about it. Wendell Green is the guy on the basketball team. I would least like to fight. <laughs> yeah. Wendell Green, if you are his height and his weight and have played Division One men's basketball, that the amount of toughness that he has to have to do what he does on a nightly basis. Yeah. That guy is as tough as a coffin nail. There's no way. There's no way you would want to mess with him. And so he doesn't care. He'll go down there and get rebounds. He yeah. thinks he's seven feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah. care. Yeah, and that I mean the re the rebounding. Honestly, that's not what 
it's not a loss this game. We lost the game by three points. I think if you get out rebounded, uh, and that's the reason you lost, you usually lose by more than that. And the other team usually scores more than forty six. I am curious what the uh, like record is for most rebounds in a game combined. Like maybe for Auburn, maybe for anybody, but. At one point in the game, we were on pace for 100 combined rebounds. I think it ended up at like 88, 89. But. It's got to be one of the top top Man, games. Yeah, because nobody could hit a shot, you know? Right. Um, that, like, uh, the infamous 49-37 Bama game oh, might be up there. God, that was awful, too. Um, th- I mean, this game was just horrible to watch. Um, it wasn't fun for anyone, I, I wouldn't think. Um uh, I guess a little more fun for the Vols since they won, but then they only scored 46 points and almost lost to a team that's now unranked. So uh, maybe not at home. Yeah. The, the um, most the most fun that the Tennessee crowd had on Saturday is when the security guy took the court at the under 12 timeout and broke out in dance. No joke. That's the loudest <laughs> they got in there Saturday. I was very disappointed. It was not a fun it was not a fun basketball game. I told no, I said it wasn't. This talk, I go, if I didn't like one of these teams, there is no way I watched that game more than two I, minutes. I would have been very happy to have won that to make uh, that I because we made the other team suffer through such a horrible game. Like, uh, but uh, it just it wasn't fun to watch. Um, I wasn't mad about it though. I mean, it was in a way, you know, it was a road game. Uh, the number two team in the country, we held them to 46 points. Um, if we could have shot just like one shot better than we did, we can win the game. Like it, it you know, it, it, it shows that we just can't shoot away from home. Um, I, I think a lot of that is Tennessee is just very good defensively. A lot of it too was the physical play. The, the just, the, the officials just letting everything go, um, let, letting them play, as it were, uh, <laughs> led to the guys being able to play pretty aggressive. And that, that kept – I mean, that's why neither team could really make a layup um, for long stretches in the game. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it, I mean, we all would have loved to have won that game. Makes me feel like we can – beat them by 10, 12 points in Auburn, like um, easily. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I wasn't that bummed about it. It sucks that yeah. we fell, fell out of the, out of the, um, the AP top 25. I mean, not that it matters, but it's just, you know, it was nice to have that streak going. It's going to be funnier to beat Bama when you're unranked. It's true. Uh, I expect us to jump right back into it this week because of what we got coming up. So um, the, the anybody have anything else about Tennessee to say? Yeah, I do want to address something uh, else real quick. And we haven't talked about the last play of the game. And I know it's been a big topic of conversation the last two days. And yeah, just my, just my two cents on it. The refs didn't shoot three of 27 from three. And I think the reason they didn't call a foul at the end of the game, people were like, Oh, the consistency of the refs and this and that is, you know, early in the second half, Wendell took a three and got fouled. And you could argue that he may have flopped a little bit. And But they uh-huh. gave him the call. He made two or three. 
Then, like three or four possessions later, he took he took another three and flopped, and they oh, called a flop. technical. So they were so like guys, honestly, like they were looking for Wendell to flop, and they basically had made up in their minds that if Wendell, if Green appeared and he was like trying to flop to get a call, they were not going to call anything. I, and I, I know, and I know they had called something. I know they had called the foul on the Vescovy three, you know, with two and a half minutes left, and you'd like to see the consistency there. But I just feel like they were looking for that specifically. And it sucks for us that that happened. But, you know, the rest didn't shoot three of 27 from three. And there was plenty of chances to win that game. So for those of you out there that think the refs are the reason we lost that game, I'm sorry. I don't buy it. The referees want us watch overtime of that basketball game. Uh, like, I, yeah. And yeah. I just, I actually just think it's. It's even less than that. I don't even think they were looking for one to flop there. I think they just swallowed their whistle at the end of the game. They yeah. weren't going to call a foul. Yeah. Uh, anybody just, should have been shooting that. They, they just weren't going to call a foul. Um, I, I think that sucks. I, I think that they absolutely should have called one. I think Bruce was right to <laughs> go after him. But, I mean, they, they just weren't going to call that. Yeah, it's a foul. And we lost an, <laughs> we, we, we don't have a national foul. championship uh, because of that exact mm-hmm. same foul. That they didn't call, uh, and this was w- actually way worse than Samir's uh, in in the final four, yeah. um, because Samir just kind of stood there under the guy. This guy jumped jumped into Wendell, uh, jumped into his space. So I mean, it it is what it is. I I, I, I was not shocked they didn't call it. Like it, it did not phase me that they didn't call it. I was mad at them for not calling it, but it didn't didn't shock. Sure, because it's it, officiating it, it, in college basketball is awful. Yeah, it's, it's awful. terrible. It, it has it has never been worse, and it makes the product unwatchable. You think it's bad in college basketball? We talked about it earlier. Women's college basketball is oh boy, even oh boy. worse yeah. somehow. Yeah, well, that, the, the ending sequence of Auburn Arkansas on Sunday was mind numbing, and they actually it's, they got it right, but it was so bad. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the only, I think Justin Ferguson friend of the show has said it's one of the only major American sports that allows the officials to be in part of the narrative oh, in yeah. every single game. Yeah. Like no other yeah. the NFL doesn't do this. Those guys don't get to do it anymore. Yeah. If you're if you miss a call as blatant as the one that it's, was missed I, I, in the I, NFL, I, they you get suspended for a game. I think that uh I think the problem there is they have to have so many they cannot they can't tell people they can't do it. They and just, the have, NBA, to, they just yeah. have to take it. Today, they, in the NBA, we'd be getting a last two-minute report right. from that game, and the head of the official association would be talking about all of the calls that were missed or made incorrectly in the last two minutes of that game, and there'd be a formal apology from the referee's union about that missed call. Nothing else would happen, but at least they'd acknowledge it. There's not even an acknowledgement that there was a call yeah. in. Well, I, I just I, I think it goes back to they they cannot afford to to reprimand anybody because there's t- 
too many games between women's and men's college basketball. There's hundreds of games each week. And so you just like, they just can't afford to tell people they can't, they're not able to do it. They can't afford to reprimand anybody. And and that's also why they can't afford to have professionals like a whole, whole group of professionals do it. It's just a bunch of part-timers. So uh, a lot, a lot was made of a, a, there was a specific official week before last John Higgins, his travel schedule for the week, kind of going to your officiating talk. I just want to read. So, Tuesday before last, he did a game at Rutgers. The next day, he did a game at San Diego. The following day, he did a game at Oregon State. Then on Saturday, he did a 10 p.m. Eastern game at Stanford. On Sunday at noon Eastern, he was at Purdue. And then he was at Texas the next night. So they just – they have no – like they have to work six six games a week essentially. Yeah. So it's just – it's it's a problem in basketball. Unfortunately, the sport doesn't make enough money, I guess. And they can't hire any more rep- – like – they make a billion dollars on this tournament every year. Hire some more guys. Yep. Hire some more guys. They're, Pay referees they're, more. They're more worried about trying to make up BS NIL laws that are way we're way mm-hmm. past due, you know, at this point than fixing the game. I'd almost say we could have, we could have a third referee in games. Oh, I've I've long logistically it's it's a it's a weird thing to have three guys out there, but maybe they get the calls right. Yeah, I, I've long thought that there there should be one more official added, and I, I think that's the same in football. They should probably add two more to each game because the the game is way faster than it was when they decided there should be you know three referees in the game. Like there, there's, there's two, just, they should have one that just runs the sideline. Yep, the opposite on the same side as the bench, just back and forth, and then they. Have the other two that do the normal baseline to to half court. There there are three now. Yeah, there's three, but there should be more than three. Yeah, there should be more than three. Um, Just have two on each side of the court. Yeah, like line, like even line judges. Yeah, it. I mean, I don't know. the the uh, The biggest sports league in the world, uh, or the most lucrative sports league in the world. The Premier League has the worst officials as well. So, and they, well, that's, they, and that's where they got the one. That's the other problem with that. The yeah, problem with soccer is you got one guy. He's yeah, got you got one. You got, you got your, yeah, you got but, your sidelines. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, they never admit when they're wrong, <laughs> like ever. There, no. That's similar, similar to. Uh, well, they they will uh, if it's the right team that they get it wrong for. But it's like maybe a handful of teams that they'll say that they got it wrong. And you can't review fouls, which I understand because the game would last a thousand years if if you could challenge a non-call. Yeah, yeah. Um, But like, I don't know. Get the calls right. Right. Yeah, just get. Well, I I say that. I say that, but it's not like I think that Wendell Green's going to go knock all three of those down and tie that game. Sure, that that was the. He he struggled from the line a little bit. I mean, he missed. He was three for five, wasn't he? Something like that. Uh, maybe he, he had some misses. He's yeah, he's he missed like, a couple. He's missed several since he broke his streak because he had a three. He had a, they fouled him on a three pointer earlier in the game. Yeah, and he I only thought, hit two. I thought he kind of flopped on that one actually. Uh, I well, um, what's his face? Uh, the 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 kid from Tennessee ran through him on that one. I think that's yeah. why he got the call because he like he did just run straight through him. Ziegler, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, man. 
If we could smart. just get the offense from the Georgia game and the defense from the Tennessee game, this team would be unbeatable. Sounds like a Gus Malzahn football team. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, if we could just get 2014's offense, 2019's defense, my gosh. The, the Georgia game was the, I don't know, the exact opposite of the Tennessee game, but it was pretty much it was total opposite game. Like we yeah. just played, we, we, it was fun to watch. Uh, led wire, wire to wire, right? Am I remembering correctly? I think they went two nothing. How's that? So, um, so come from behind, win for the Tigers. <laughs> there, there was there big was rally. One, there was one distinct thing going into this. There was two distinct things going into this Georgia game. First thing was, you know, don't let the Georgia guards beat you the second time in a row. We got destroyed by Terry Roberts and Cario Aquindo in Athens. Terry Roberts had seven points in, in this game. And then the second thing was go inside early and often and as much as you can. And Janai Broom ate, as 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 yeah. people say, you gotta let the big dog eat. And we let the big dog eat in that one. Thanks, Pete Gillen. Let the big dog eat. Speaking of announcers, did you guys see the NBA has started a uh, Monday night thing on the NBA app where it's just it's like the Manning cast, but it's just Bill Walton. Oh man, have they really? Yes, it's yes. Bill Walton and it's Bill Dude. Walton watching games. That's perfect. I got <laughs> their Monday night thing. Now. Yeah, well, I think it's anybody with the NBA app can watch it. I don't think you have to have a league pass. Yeah, they had a yeah they had they were doing the Cavs Wizards game tonight. Um, I watched a little bit of that. I saw a little bit of it too, and he was just like. He was talking about Saturday, the All-Star Saturday night, and he started breaking into one more Saturday night by the Grateful Dead. So it's exactly what you want. <laughs> it it would be um, amazing if there was like a red zone for the tournament with Bill Walton. I just want that. Just have him at his house, yeah. in his drum room, yeah, watching the tournament games. Unfortunately, into that. he's a ESPN employee, and I don't think that's... Instead, I got to watch Jim Nance's quarter zip. Well, the game. I think if ESPN had the tournament rights, you might see it, but with CBS and yeah, Turner right. having it. Exactly. So you only have to see that quarter zip one more time because this is his last year following the uh, tournament. Hello, friends. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, I think Ian Eagle's taking over after this year. Uh, hmm. He's. Uh, I think he's going to do the Masters, but yeah, the Final Four is in his hometown, so this is it for him. Wow. You got to step up. Ian Eagle's great, but that's not – I would I mean, rather just let the – go- he, go, do it. he goes by Ian. Yeah, yeah it's Ian Eagle. I have always liked him because he was the one. It's that Ian, though. That's how you say that. No, it rhymes with Iron Eagle. Like the, like the Iron yeah, Eagle it, it rhymes with Ryan. Okay. Ryan. Yeah, that's true. He was the one that was on the, the UNC game and the, the Kentucky game. And yeah, right. right. The Elite Eight. So I, it, it, I, his call of the, of, of the win over Kentucky is perfect. It's, it was just a phenomenal call. I wish we had Mike Breen, to be 100% honest with you, because of Mike Breen calling that uh, Kentucky game and yelling bang on a Bryce Brown three, mm. I think I would have lost my mind. <laughs> when he got, especially you had to do the two bangs. If you get, if you get a Mike Breen giving you a double bang, that's about as good as it gets. He Speaking of double bang... bang. I, I, uh, Marv Alberts is, I would love to have him on some college basketball, but he's about 90 years old at this point, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Just a little take, past it. Take me back. Ryan, Marv Alberts. Yeah. There's a yeah. Lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. on. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's let's not get into in the okay. extracurriculars of Paul right. Alberts' career. <laughs> great broadcaster, though. Great, 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 great basketball. Fantastic. Well, do we want to talk about Janai Broom's uh, 1918 performance? Man, it's so close minutes? to 2020. So close. Only played 22 minutes and didn't play any of the last nine. But, uh, he was at seven and seven, 10 minutes into the first half. He is one of three Auburn players in the last four years to have a 19 and 18 game. I am. I'm the oh, other two. In the last four years, uh, there weren't any in the last four years. No, there weren't any in the last sixteen. Yeah, the last one was. I thought they said on the broadcast it was Walter Kessler and Austin Wiley were the last two. Yeah, at a certain point, but then he went past that. Uh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah the the last nineteen Sim nineteen and eighteen was Sim. Sim. Yeah. yeah. Wild How many guy that? himself with probably like nine assists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he almost had a triple double. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> that that game was awesome. I, I think it's fairly clear that Mr. History Bruce Pearl had no clue that he was that close to 2020, otherwise, he would have uh demanded that he be put in. Uh, so he, he admitted, he admitted the day after he he didn't know. Yeah, I've, I've like, if I'd have known, if I'd have known how close he was, I'd have put him back in because Bruce. Everybody's mad at Bruce about these subs, um, and I mean, partially, I'm sure. Sure, Bruce has to prove what's going on before uh, the games, but Bruce doesn't make any sub decisions during the game. Like it's it's one of the other assistants that does all the subbing. Um, and, I mean, that's the, they handle the yeah. rotations. Like mean, that's just yeah, how it is. May, yeah, he may make a <laughs> suggestion or say, "Hey, we need to get more of X yeah. at yeah. halftime," but right, you know, the standard rotation that's set. Well before yep. a game. Yep. Surely we're going to get some of that Wendell Trey backcourt in the tournament, the SEC tournament. Like this is, it well, like, for them. It, we've only had it for like a minute so far this season, and it was great. I would be excited about it if either one of them was a shooter. No, but they both get to the basket. Is that's the, true. Like that's true. That's the right now we don't have anybody that's consistently trying to get to the basket. Yeah. I just want, I want to know what's going on with Zepp's fouling this year. He's getting called for fouls. He never got called for a foul last year. What's up it with was, him? Yeah, man, Zepp is. He was he averaged like less than a foul a game last year. Yeah. Probably playing more minutes. He's averaged less than a point a game this year, I believe. Yeah, it's not, not great. Uh, oh, I, I mean, They're I think. like 19 minutes a game. That's yeah. insanity. Well, who are you going to play over him? Trey, I just said Trey Donaldson. That's who I'm playing over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you're going to see that pairing a lot next year, though, with the way the roster is going to shake out. Um, yeah. Well, because I I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to be here next year. Katie Johnson's got another year, guys. He's a junior. I, well, uh, that didn't mean he transferred did. once. Yeah. But you're going to have Aiden Holloway coming in, and I don't anticipate him not playing next year. So that really means Trey is moving over into the two to, to kind of play Zepp's minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I'd be curious how that pairing, if they get into it at all this year or not. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know how things are going to shake out next year. Um, there are problems, obviously, this year. We've just got to find 
at least one person that can shoot 30% from three. I mean, that's really the bottom line. I think, I think everybody in the SEC is going to be looking for that guy in the portal. This yeah. Year, yeah. So I, 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 I kind of feel like we're not alone here. Uh, no. I mean, uh, we've played several teams that also can't shoot. So the uh, SEC is the worst three point shooting conference in the country right now. Famously, Kentucky's been in the hunt for a three point shooter for like ten years now. So <laughs> it's like, what's uh, what's going on? Uh, uh, I, think, I think the funniest thing about the Georgia game was all the we were talking about bad three point shooting, and Georgia was like on fire from three in the second half, and it didn't, it didn't matter. matter. <laughs> they yeah, they yeah, yeah. Plus. yeah. It's weird how six. It's weird how that works too, because uh, like I I do think that that's the way you beat Auburn generally is that you just have one dude get hot, um, and then we can't catch up. But I guess the way we uh, counteract that is just get a twenty point lead and it doesn't matter. And just yeah, keep making. We talked about that earlier in the season that Auburn's team defense is outstanding, and you know we saw it against Tennessee. We've seen it several times this year, so it's going to be – you're not going to have a, an entire offense just have a good day against Auburn, and it's going to come down yeah. to, well, if someone gets hot shooting, the way college basketball works is like they're, they're going to score. They, they, uh, they really need to have – I, I mean, I, I know this sounds – this is just like eh, all you got to do to beat Auburn is score more points than they do. But, like, you've really got to have two guys really producing. Like, you got to have – if one dude's on fire, you still got to have another guy, you know, get, you know, 15, 16 points some, some other way. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, we saw, we saw Radford for A&M and right. uh, Stevenson for West Virginia. I mean, those yeah. two guys played you know, well above their heads compared to how they've been. Right. And, and I think they st- they still had one other guy on right. both of those teams score 15, 16 points. And I, I think that, that really dooms you. Um, but, yeah, the, those those two teams – I mean, that's the blueprint on how you beat Auburn. Uh, and Radford's just destroys us. I don't understand it. Um, I mean, I, I don't get it. We didn't. It's, it's bigger guards because you've got Zep at six one and Win at a at a, at a generous five eleven. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I mean, I, yeah. It's, that's a, it's a mismatch there. Um, you know, Arkansas is a, a good example of how. Just the one guy isn't gonna isn't gonna beat us. Right. It has they have to have at least one. They have to have some one or two other guys really really killing us to to do it. Um, which is which is good, I guess, because we do play really good team defense, and that's what we did against Georgia. Uh, so you know those three, you know, we made them shoot those threes, and they kept hitting them, but it didn't matter. Well, we want to talk about the uh, next two games coming up for Let's us. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we got Aggie on uh, Tuesday night. You know, we've talked about Tandem a little bit already. So no surprises there. Uh, I am more of less inclined to believe we win this game than I am the Alabama game. Well, I mean, Auburn's home road splits over the last few years support that. Well, I, I not even that. Have you seen our record against Tennessee or Texas A&M? Like Bruce yeah. has the it's they're the team. Everybody, you know, has talked about Ole Miss and how, you know, Kermit has our number or whatever, but we've beaten them plenty of times. Yeah, that's that's over. This this A and M team, we just I for whatever it is, I guess Buzz is just 
knows what to do. I, I don't know. Because um, they've I beaten just, us when they've I, been bad, like real bad, and we were good. I want there. somebody to hug the sideline against them and just run back up the pocket, run back up the court and run him over. Yeah, yeah that, because, that, well, he's a big old boy, though, man. He weighs about I, 280, probably. <laughs> he's not big. He's short, though. He's not that big. Uh, I, I don't I mean, want Wendell to run into him. Trey, Trey's, Trey's, oh, yeah, Trey's, Trey's the one. Yeah. Trey's still got yeah, that home football home mentality. Home. The, the, I guess that's how they beat us, though. They've got the six man. If you're listening to this, Trey, and we know you are, we're calling for you to do a targeting. On yeah. Buzz Williams. Yeah, take him out. We need, we need Smoke yeah, Monday to give the uh, team a pregame pep talk. There's no penalty for targeting in basketball. So. <laughs> we're putting the put, smoke get ejected. We're then, putting bounty out right now. So uh, NCAA, you heard it here first. Yeah, Venmo at Son of Crow. And <laughs> that money will Trey, go. There's an NIL deal. There's an NIL deal. Take out Buzz Williams. Yeah. I'll make a teacher that says Trey did it. <laughs> Every everyone in this country will love you, everyone, yeah. except for AM fans, and nobody cares about AM fans. Do they? Yeah. Are they into basketball? What's what's the what's the deal here, Crow? Get get guess the four one one. They're they're not really. I don't think most of them. They, they're not really into football. They're into the no, like whole, the, well, they're into the pageantry, the the fake military stuff, and all that. But they really they're care boom. about okay. or like believe that they're going to be good every year. Um, okay. Basketball, I don't think they could name five guys on the team for the no. most part. But if they make the tournament, every time they make the tournament, all of a sudden I see all this Aggie basketball shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It really is. Well, the, the funny thing is they yeah. hardly ever schedule well enough to make the tournament. So, yeah, like that's a wild right where they were last year at this point where, I mean, they're – Record's not bad. They're playing all right. You know, they. I think they're really good. I mean, I, I no, think they're, they're, not, a good they're not a tournament team right now. That's weird. Yeah, they, they, play really, I, of, they play a bunch of really lousy teams in non-con. For them. Yeah, the best team they played in non-con team. was Colorado, and that, that Colorado team blitzed them. They they played Memphis too. So oh, okay. Don't they, they also play they they in. Baylor, I feel like both Texas is a lot like Alabama. I feel like in that they don't do a lot of local schools, whereas I think Aggie does. I think Aggie plays plays like all of the Texas schools that are barely Division One, and then smoke them. So they played uh, this year. They played Abilene. I'm just talking about Texas schools. Abilene Christian, SMU. Uh, and then Prairie View A and M, and then played a couple Louisiana, like Northwestern State and uh, Louisiana Monroe. So unbelievable! What are you scared of, Aggie? What are you scared? You've of? got you've got a good basketball team. Why? Yeah, why? Just play some good teams. Can I just can I, can I just put on record that A and M is an excellent three point shooting team as well? Yes. No, we're supposed to say they can't shoot. Team. I hate you. Brian. Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> you know what else they are? They're scared. That's what I'm going to say. They're scared of scheduling good teams and walking on the grass on the campus. They're scared well, of that, they, too. They, it's because they can't bring their whole military retinue into the into the uh, arena with them. So 
They, they, they don't feel safe. You know, if that dog barks in a class, the class is dismissed. So we need the dog to bark at the basketball game? And that's not a joke. When they, there's a person whose job it is to walk around with that dog. That's what he does. And that dog goes with him to class. And if that dog barks in class, it is class dismissed. I, I, All the bomb dogs are better than... Uh, when I think I can't hate bro. these people more than I already do, I re- these people are just the weirdest we just let them in the conference, Chief. Just let them. Hey, that, uh, just let them in. That needs to be the uh, the the pay, main pay money to come. win this game is just the Auburn Bomb Dogs are better. We paid them. We paid yeah. them to come to the conference. Never should have expanded. Then again, you know I don't think we ever should have expanded and picked up Arkansas and South Carolina either. We were well, perfect you know, at ten. If it was up to me. We wouldn't let Vanderbilt keep stealing money every year. But. Yeah, it's true. I, I, as as awful and as much as I hate Texas A&M, they deserve to be in the conference more than, uh, uh more than all the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanderbilt Commodores, uh, hang on, hang on. They, they did lose to App State. They did lose to App State this year. Let's not give them too much credit. This year, yeah, we, but we really should be bringing Tulane back. The doors are only good at one thing, and they got a guy who whistles the whole game. Oh Jesus, that's it. Like that's that's all they got is some guy yeah. that everybody hates because he whistles all the time. Yeah. And they're we'll supposed to be bringing us TV money. But, and, and as much as I dislike the A and M and their all their their whole shtick, uh, they're not. At least they're not Missouri because they really don't deserve to be in this conference. Well, Missouri has at least won their division twice. Missouri, but the SEC championship in football. Uh, but yeah. they are terrible, and, and they're terrible at everything else. Like, come on, they they they're looking pretty good in hoops this year. Well, yeah, this year traditionally. They- basketball school sure. compared to Texas A&M. Texas A&M really is only kind of a one-sport school. Well, that's not true. Aggie is always pretty good at track. Always has been. They should be and, uh, they're, they're really good meat judging school, if I remember correctly. <laughs> All right, I bet they the, are, right? What's the, so we got, we got Aggie, and then we play the, the Crimson Tide. Is that what's happening after that? Yeah. Uh, oh, game oh, Tide. Is it... Are we playing the Tide? What time is that game? One o'clock. One o'clock. One o'clock. It's a Saturday game at one o'clock. Yep, I'm tailgate. We're tailgating. It's happening. The baseball it's, parking deck. Come on. And, oh well, and, Chief. The only problem with that is uh, I got to be in the arena when game day starts because I'm I'm pulling standing room duties. Oh boy. And they're not oh. clearing the arena after game day. Well, Ryan's not tailgating. I'm tailgating. Uh, me, me and well, we'll tailgate at the house after the game, after the win. What do you mean they're not pulling standing? You're pulling standing. So, you're sitting in. No, so uh, we'll be in standing room on the drink rail. Sure. First come, first serve. Well, so, guys, I'm gonna, I'm it, getting at the arena at 9 a.m. for this game. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, you sound like me. In my old days, <laughs> maybe Bruce will bring out some pizza or something. I'm not waiting outside. Don't worry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, you can get you a a, a Ben's pretzel. And, that would uh, be great if they open the uh, Ben's. They, they won't. They, they absolutely won't. There won't be anything open. You're just going to be chained maybe to the be a coffee to, to drink rail. I'm going to um, be getting big blue ahead of time, anyways. Oh. So we need to we need to win that game. We need to go uh, two yeah. zero this week. Yeah, going two and zero is the best possible outcome. I, I you heard it here first. We might make it. We, we might have four or five seat. We go two and zero here. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. I mean, uh, does that what, what would that do for our SEC tournament? Uh, okay, I want to talk about that, but because isn't the best the best case scenario for any team is to be the three seed in the SEC tournament, right? Like that's the that's the one you want to be. Because you is get, that the one that would draw the. 1410 yes. 1411 winner yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I personally think we're either the third or fourth best team in the country. The, the two so. seed is the one you don't want. The one seed second second best probably, but that three seed is for some reason the best seeding in the whole the whole thing. I don't really know why it's designed that way, but it is. Well, hopefully. Oh yeah, go ahead. Play for yeah. one. Oh yeah, that's great. It's th- I mean, they should flip it and make that the one plays, but whatever. And you play the two worst teams. It doesn't make any sense why the three te- three seed has that that draw. So the the reasoning is is that you know one plays the eight nine winner. Sure. Two plays the seven ten winner. But because we have fourteen teams right now. The, the one should play the lowest the, seed. It, it should be reseeded. You're right. Yeah. Once you get to Friday. At least everybody but, goes but to because, the tournament now. Yeah. I mean, well, the way it's set up, those the three would get theoretically either the six seed or a team that's already played two games. Right. Yeah. Which is what you want. You want to end up playing yeah. some team that's played two games. Right. And you're the three seed. Oh yeah. 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 That's that's, that's how Auburn wins the SC tournament this year. And well, somehow this scrappy team hangs a banner in Neville Arena, and we all feel like this was a great year. We started off by going uh, <laughs> by going to another this week, uh, and uh, most importantly, uh, I really, uh, I as much as I hate Texas A and M, I you know whatever that game's whatever to me. I it's a way. Don't feel great about it. Whatever. We're going to beat this Alabama team. We're going to beat them by ten points. You heard it here first, uh, and. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's, uh, and it may be ten points. Like, oh, we shoot a bunch of free throws at the end and, and get it to ten. Uh, I, I really, I'm feeling something real, like, quote unquote, controversial, happening uh, that that gives us the win. Uh, and it's going to be great. It's gonna, it's gonna really rile up those uh, airplane hangar people. Um. And I, I, I don't know, I. Personally, I think winning this game, I'm I'm just willing to call this whole season a success because you you've avoided you avoid just by winning that because we still have one more to play. You've avoided the sweep. Uh, you didn't get swept by Georgia. Um, uh, you know, puts a little damper on it if you get swept by Texas A&M, but uh, who cares about them? They're not even really in the conference. Uh, and uh, you've probably, I mean, I would think beating that Alabama team pretty much secures our our tournament hopes um at this point because we have what four games left after that five games no there's yeah, still six, six after that six okay so yeah but so, you, um, you win the you win the ones you should and yeah when at home fall apart in the rest you're fine yeah so, went home and win the vandy game and you're in a and m is a and m is actually tied with tennessee at eight and two in the league right now auburn's seven and three so i mean yeah. you're talking about the three seed you got to win tomorrow night because if you don't, yeah. you're two games behind Aggie, and Aggie has a sweep over you plus Tennessee. So, at best, at that point, you're looking at a four seed. Yeah, uh, that makes that game at Rupp uh, 
pretty big towards the end of the year. Fight with them for the four seed. Yep. So I, I would say that I, I would say that A and M games really really important. I I just think uh, I'll say this that you're right about that A and M game. Um, I I think they'll probably stumble a little more down down the line, and so it might not matter as much. But I, you you have to pick up to to get that three seed. I think you have to pick up two more road wins. I mean that. Like in A and M and Vandy are the the only reasonable expectations left on the road there. Yeah. So um, uh, that that's that's where you're at there. Um, but I don't know. I I just think everybody that lived through all the really crappy seasons, um, Beating Alabama was really the only thing you had to look forward to. And throughout all of those awful seasons, we never got swept by Alabama. Um, in fact, Bruce is the only coach that we've had uh, in 20 years that got swept by Alabama. I'm pretty sure because I don't think Cliff ever got swept. Worth uh, it. Uh, yeah, oh, totally worth it. Uh, Barbie yeah. never got swept. Crazy enough. Lebo never got swept. Um, uh I wonder if Cliff or Lebo did because that was the, I, I, Alabama I got to number one. I don't think Lee, I'm I'm almost one hundred percent positive Lebo never got swept. Um, uh, so you know, I a successful season in the past basically was don't get swept by Alabama. Um, so if if you can avoid that, I, I'm going to feel pretty good about this season no matter what uh now if we fell off the face of the planet and didn't make the tournament i would be uh bummed for sure but um expectations baseline or make the tournament and right now i feel pretty good about us making the tournament we just we just gotta check off some of the other other goals and be all right but i'm with i'm with crow i want to i want to somehow screw around and hang a banner and I would laugh hysterically every time I saw it because if final four team was a five seed in Nashville. It's true. They were also unranked going in the last week of the regular season. So it's true. Uh, I, 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 if things go well, this team should be ranked. going to win. So Barbie got swept twice by Alabama. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. 10, 11 good. and 11 and 12 BP has been swept twice. Yeah. First year and then the COVID year. Uh, 05, 06, 04, 05, 03, 04. Ooh. Alabama swept Auburn. Really? Yes. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's Lebo's first years. You're right. Oh, and then 95, 96, 94, 95, 93, 94. That's close first years. So. Oh, that's, then, that's even getting back to Tommy Joe Eagles. Yeah, Tommy Joe Eagles. One of those that. Kyle Davis blocked Alabama's attempt at a game-winning shot. He blocked it, but he came down and hit the hand mm, on yeah. the way down. Yeah, a uh, guy with the line made them both right before right. I, was, I was on that baseline. We will win this game win because it. we're going to uh, make an announcement today that. Next week's podcast will be the last edition of the Orange and True podcast. And we don't want to do that after a loss to Alabama because it'll look like we're quitting because we lost to Alabama. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we don't want to lose to Alabama and then 
stop the pot. So for those of you who have been on this with us and listened to this podcast all the way to the end of this show, into every show, thank you so much. We really want you to listen to the next one. Um, we're going to try to do something special for you guys. It has been a crazy trip about that next week, though. Yeah. And uh, um, what's going on? I, I'm going to I'm gonna call an audible or call a little audible here. And okay. uh, I don't know if anybody that listens would want to do this. But if you want to record something in uh, and send it in, uh, it, we could put it together and put it out, I think. Yeah, uh, sure. I'll, I'll, do it, I'll do it myself if Jack doesn't want to do it. Um, if if you you're a listener and crazy hard trivia questions for these guys that maybe oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Send those in to Ryan. Uh, if you, uh, hit me up on Twitter at AU chief. If you want to, if you want to send in like a clip of yourself, uh, just talking about the show or, uh, talking about a funny moment of the show or, uh, telling us what we did wrong and why you hate us. That's cool too. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do that. Uh, I, we should uh, we should mention this has nothing to do with you Freeze. <laughs> right. Uh, There's a lot more to do with Vox Media than it has to do with Hugh Freeze uh, or yeah, yeah. anything else. Um, so uh, we really buried the lead here. That's, yeah. But this was the penultimate episode. If you just listen to. Uh, is there anything else going on with Auburn right now? Uh, women got hosed. About to start. Yeah, women gymnastics got hosed at Bama. No shocker there. Um, but they moved, moved up. up. Yeah. Oh. Real yeah. Is really, you know, everybody expects you to lose on the road because it's just home cooking. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin so. Lee was looking into it. It's the second highest visiting score in Coleman Coliseum history that he could find. Not shocked. Uh, I'm actually shocked it's not the highest. A road as it's the highest by a road SEC team. Gotcha. Uh, what, uh, was the other like a um, uh, tournament situation? Maybe uh, I don't that, know. That would it make was some Oklahoma, sense. though. Yeah. So I mean, obviously a a, a, yeah. a solid program. Yeah. And then yeah, the the ending of the women's game Sunday was was rough. Yeah. Props to them. Um, they had their first three game winning streak. Yeah, they had a little streak going. That's what's in like big bummer. Several years. Uh, so it's 2015 or 2016, I believe. Right in that ship. Yeah, uh, 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 Coach Jay's got them, got them playing well. Can they, they down big are, early and, and fought back? Are they uh, a better shooting team than the men's team? Uh, no, they lost that game because yeah, yeah. they, I believe, shot. Um, I want to say it was like two of eighteen or something like that. What are we doing in Auburn? Why can't we shoot basketballs? No, yeah, right. and they lost because of that, and because an eighty-five percent free throw shooter missed both mm. uh, intentional foul free throws from the line. After she had, yeah. that was one. after the uh, should have been made the, point, uh, but yeah. called an intentional foul. Yeah, bummer. Yeah. Well, that was we a real bummer. Y'all, we will see y'all next week for the last ever, last time ever. And to celebrate meeting Alabama. Celebrate right. Alabama and all the good times that we had. Don't cock him. Have a great week.